Good afternoon, everybody. This is the DK Sports Podcast. I'm your host, DK. Happy Friday. It's uh, downpouring here in Downingtown, Pennsylvania, but um, hopefully you guys are enjoying your Friday, having a beer or two, getting ready for the Sixers and the Phillies tonight. Um, On this week's episode, we'll be covering the Sixers, talking about their lack of defense, um, how Joel Embiid's playing as a top five center maybe the top center in the NBA. Uh, Tobias has stepped up. We'll talk Phillies and their uh, god-awful bullpen, Um, talking about the COVID scare, um, seeing where they go from here, uh, playing the Braves tonight. And then later on the show, we have uh, the Misericordia Cougars quarterback, running back, former quarterback, running back, um, pretty much jack-of-all-trades, Clayton Vleck on. And uh, Clayton will be discussing the hockey playoffs uh he's a capitals fan and then also the nfl season talking about the ravens and he gives his top five quarterbacks at this uh moment in time so stay tuned for that um but let's talk uh the phillies they play the atlanta braves tonight at 705 um they dropped the opening series against the marlins um which i mean they never played the marlins well And then they had a week off due to a COVID-19 outbreak by the Marlins. Uh, So it was the COVID scare. They came back, split uh, a four-game series with the Yankees, uh, who's really the best team in baseball. So um, two and two, they should have went three and one. Uh, The bullpen blew uh, Aaron Nola's gem of a performance during the doubleheader. Uh, Nola, six innings, um, 12 strikeouts. He's absolute ace in that game so um hopefully we can uh figure it out get this bullpen situated uh matt clentak really needed to um you know help us out and you know give us some bullpen arms um sign jt real muto but still those things haven't been done yet so clentak um you know he's he's not doing a great job and uh joe girardi is doing what he can with um the resources that he has so Hopefully the Phillies can get a win tonight. The bats, um, you know, really just wake up and Vinny Velasquez can uh, hopefully, you know, pitch five innings, I would say, over under at five innings and before the game gets away from us. But anyway, that's pretty much all the Phillies talk I had. Um, Let's talk Sixers. They're in the bubble. They've played three games lost to the Pacers 127 to 121 TJ Warren was a man on a mission dropping 53 points um the dude literally couldn't miss um when being guarded by Ben Simmons I think he dropped 24 points and didn't miss a shot so uh the defense for the Sixers has been spotty um you know they came back on Monday and uh, beat the Spurs by two Shake Milton hit a game-winning three so Shake Milton went scoreless in the first game came back and got some confidence after hitting that game-winning three-pointer so um but let's let's talk about Joel Embiid for a quick second he's averaging 32.6 points a game and right under uh 14 rebounds four assists 1.6 steals 1.6 blocks uh he's been a man on a mission ever since the bubble started um absolutely playing like the best center in the NBA so with Ben Simmons um having this knee injury and being out for the foreseeable future. Embiid's going to have to 
take his game to to the next level. Um, you know, Ben didn't really get going uh, down in the bubble. Um, you know, turnovers, foul trouble, etc. Now this injury, so Joel's going to have to step up, and your lineup is going to be looking something along the lines of Shake Milton, Jay Rich. You go probably Matisse, Burks, or Robinson at the three. I wouldn't start Furkan. Uh, Furkan's kind of the spark plug off the bench. If he can drain a couple threes, that then he's doing his job. Um, you go Tobias at the four. Tobias averaging 24 points a game. Uh, he's He's been pleasantly, you know, he, he's really been a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, just quietly going about his business, 24 points a game. Um, you know, just kind of taking taking over, especially during the Wizards game on Wednesday. It was either Embiid or Tobias um, getting a bucket when needed. So Tobias at the four, Embiid at the five. I still think you can bring Horford off the bench. Horford's been actually playing pretty well. Um, for the most part, uh, minus the Pacers game, he's uh, he's been a solid backup, and that's exactly what we needed. Especially if you recall the Raptors series, our backup bigs were a combined minus forty-five uh, when Embiid was off the floor or missing a game because he had the shits. So um, we'll see what happens tonight. Um, I'm throwing money on the Sixers to cover the four and a half. I think it might be a five-point spread now. I, I think they'll get it done. I think Shig Milton is going to step up and continue to gain confidence as we go through these seeding games and get ready for the playoffs. Um, I, I mean, you know, losing Ben definitely hurts, and I don't see us going super far. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals, that, that would be a pleasant surprise, but um, without Ben, I I think this team is, you know, second-round um, exit unfortunately uh just because his versatility on on defense and we don't have all that great depth um somebody that can bring that kind of kind of defense being able to guard one through five um so so we'll see what happens uh but but that's really the Sixers and Phillies talk that I had today um now we'll uh hope you guys enjoy the conversation I have with Clayton Vleck He is the co-founder of Dudes of 36 Podcast, so feel free to check his podcast out as well. And uh, we talk NHL, hockey, uh, the hockey playoffs up in Toronto and Edmonton, and we get into a little bit of the NFL as well, um, especially not having fans and, um, you know, can Lamar Jackson repeat as an MVP? So I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure to subscribe, like, leave a review. Uh, tell your friends and uh, follow us on social media at DK Sports Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, as I said, I hope you guys enjoy. What's up, Dan? Clayton Vleck, how are you? Welcome to the uh, DK Sports Podcast good to be on <laughs> yeah man how's everything going pretty good uh still working from home and shit and i mean yeah it's kind of kind of annoying but you know guess we gotta do what we gotta do yeah absolutely i'm uh i'm the same way i am uh i i was commuting down to philly 
taking the train every then Corona hit and uh, I've been working from home ever since. So it's been since March 13th. So it's been, you know, four, four months. Yeah. At least. It's yeah. Brutal. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's, it's uh, crazy times, you know, and just trying to, uh, I guess, navigate through this uh, pandemic. And it's, it's hard to believe what you hear in the news and everything like that. Yeah, I know. It, it's just a shame. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you hopping on. Uh, definitely want to uh, talk some hockey with you because I know you're a big uh, Capitals fan. And yeah, uh, Flyers had a nice little win today over your Caps. Yeah, th- uh, yeah, they they did. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, t- talk to me about the Caps. I know you said they were missing a couple guys. Who were they? They're, they're missing Carlson. I know. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of analytical things out there about people saying John Carlson shouldn't be the Norris, and I don't necessarily know if he should be the Nor- Norris winner. Yeah. The Norris, obviously the best, um, I don't know exactly how this all works, but he's the best defenseman in hockey for the current year, and he was le- he was the leading point getter for all defensemen in the NHL. I know Roman Yossi is another guy who's been an absolute freaking stud for the Nashville Predators and everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah could, but, you know, Carlson was out. Um, I think he, you know, not, I, well, NHL hasn't had any positive COVID tests or anything like that from what I which understand. Which is great. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. So it, it, it had to have been something in, in practice. So he was out. And then our third line center who kind of, he's pretty prominent on the penalty kill, uh, second power play unit, Lars Eller. Uh, I think he, I think he had something like either a second or third kid uh, was being yeah. born. So he flew back to Washington. So he was out. So but, gotcha, yeah. right? And and you know the the way the NHL kind of set this up with the top four teams in the uh, round robin, it's it's nice yeah. to it's. I mean, you know, the, the seating's definitely important, but with yeah. the um, with the games being played in Edmonton and Toronto, it takes away from the home ice advantage i guess yeah 100 um so you know these these uh teams these top four teams they they can kind of treat these games as scrimmages just to see just to get their legs back under them i mean the flyers have before the whole uh hiatus of sports the flyers were one of the hottest teams in the hockey and they they honestly they honestly haven't missed a beat uh beating the bruins 4-1 and then um, you know, the Caps today, 3-1. It's it's honestly because the last time the Flyers had, you know, any sort of, like, dominating team was back in 2010, 10 years oh, ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's always been, oh, our defensemen turned the puck over in our own zone, and then we, we haven't had solid goaltending, uh, I don't know, since Ron Hextall back in like, yeah. the 90s. Yeah. So, it's um, you know, we've had Michael Layton and Steve Mason. The, those those Br- guys were pretty good. And, yeah, like Briz was yeah. all right. Yeah, I know. I know what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, but um, but you know, he's he was the youngest goalie to you know win the win a play, considered. A, I guess it's considered a playoff yeah, game. He's, but, a, he's an absolute um, stud. You know, he's yeah, he's for being as young as he is, he's he's played yeah. pretty well. So um. Yeah, no. What's what's your prediction for the uh, 
for the COVID Cup, I guess you could call it. Well, out of the, I mean, just just talking about, I guess the uh, play-in series, so the best of five. The the East yeah. has been pretty boring. I actually bet the Rangers to uh, beat the Canes in that, and of course they got swept three. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got, got swept, swept three games to none. But um, I mean the Canes are, you know. I'll, I'll stick to the West first, actually. But, you know, obviously you got the, you know, I think the Avalanche are, I think they have to be the favorite in the West. I mean, they got so many guys. They have so much skill. I mean, Kel McCarr in defense, he's playing like he's 30 years old in yeah. a 20-year-old body. Um, you know, you got the freaking Avalanche and you got the um, you got the Blues, who I think are, I mean, the Blues are just play that heavy game and everything. They got some good guys. I don't know if Tarasenko's back or not. I, I know that'll definitely help him. But I feel like those, those yeah. two are probably, I would say one of the two are probably coming out of the West. And then, to be honest with you, it's going to be very interesting in the East. Um, I don't think the Capitals are going to do it. I don't think they have the back. I don't have. I don't think they have the defense to do it as of right now. Um, they didn't look good today. They looked okay against the Lightning. But if, if I yeah. had to guess, I think the Hurricanes are on an absolute roll. I love their first line. I think it's a, they're just electric out there on the ice. Um, Aho, Teravainen, yeah. and uh, Spechnikov, they're crazy good. And I think the Lightning, I, I think they're just kind of pissed off now at this point after what happened to them last year. Yeah. Last year where they got – Absolutely yeah. embarrassed being the best team in the yeah. hockey. I mean, yeah. I think it's a lot more – it's definitely way more wide open in the East with the – I mean, just the, you know, the Bruins, the Lightning, you know, the the Caps and the and the Flyers. Like, it's wide open with just those four alone. It's and wide open. you still have the Maple Any- Leafs. Don't know what's happening with the, um, the Penguins yet or anything either, too. So – uh, I, hey, listen. You're a Caps yeah. fan. I'm a I'm a Flyers fan. It'd be great to see the Pens lose. I freaking hope round. so, man. You know? I really hope so. I think it's super yeah. funny that they're down two to one right now. And I guess the last thing that I am gonna yeah. say is the NHL is kind of in a really weird spot right now because um, they're getting ready to head into the I they're getting ready to head into the real playoffs. As I'm gonna say, it is. Um, Right. They're getting ready yeah. to head into the real playoffs without having possibly Crosby, Malkin, and Gensel for the Penguins. And they're also getting ready to go into the playoffs possibly without Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl from the Oilers. McDavid. I think it's yeah. absolutely crazy. It's it's kind of, I mean, I don't think it's super crazy or super surprising, but it's just very interesting how everything's kind of come about. And NHLs might have a real problem on their hands if, those four players in particular yeah. are out on the ice when the playoffs start. Well, well, yeah, and that's an, that's another thing. The NHL, I mean, if you compare it to the other leagues uh-huh. like the NFL, the NBA, they they know how to. And Major League Baseball, they're they're just way behind on the yeah. times. But when it comes to marketing your players and marketing your superstars, Crosby, Ovechkin, um, you know the, those two, and Malkin, even. Yeah. Those guys are like, you know, the, the top guys, and that's what the fans want to see. So seeing the uh, Penguins get upset by the Canadians as much as, you know, as a Flyers fan. I love it, I, yeah. I'd it's not it, good for the show. Just, yeah. just as a hockey fan, just that the, the things that Crosby's able to do, um, you know, it, it's it's unreal. It's 
second still to makes it look so just easy. crazy it stuff. Still makes it look so as old as he right. is, and all the injuries. Did you see? Um, and then with the Blackhawks, you know, you still have yeah. Patrick Kane and Taze and everybody, but I mean, Connor McDavid's oh goal God. that he scored, he was, dude. I've I've never seen a hockey player. I, yeah, that it's it's, it's crazy how much faster he is than everyone on the ice. It's 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 unlike anything. I think, I mean, I've been watching football a lot of years. It's, I mean, it's even more, like, fast than Tyreek Hill burning some dude down, you know, the the, the sideline right. or whatever, going for, you know, Mahomes throwing him 70 yards or whatever. It's absolutely ridiculous. And right. It, yeah, like, it, it's, it will suck because he's – Connor McDavid, I feel so bad for him because he signed that huge deal. But and he, I know he's got Dreisaitl there, but their goaltending is absolutely horrendous. And – it just sucks because he's he is the best player in hockey right now and could be one of the all time greats. Yeah. So Right. And and you need to get the man yeah. some help. And that's that's one thing that I mean for any you know, I'll I'll even take it back to the Los Angeles Kings when they won, I think they were the eight seed yeah, they barely made that, it yeah. in. Um and even with the Flyers back in two thousand ten, they made that Stanley Cup run. You need a goaltender to get hot, and then you need scoring from not just your top six, yeah, you, you know, your top two lines, but, like, scoring from your third and fourth no. fourth wingers. Like, guys like uh, Billy Leno, dude, he, he scored, like, four yeah. or five goals for us in during that yeah. Boston series. It was, nuts, it was the same but, way with Devontae um, Smith-Pelly. He's not even in the freaking league anymore for NHL. He's playing over right. in the KHL in China. I think he's playing for the Red Stars out there. But he had he had just as many goals throughout the entire playoffs that he did in the entire like regular season. Like that's just how important it is, and it's 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 crazy. It's such it's crazy how that kind of happens. Yeah, I mean, just based off the first two round robin games, like for I mean, I I would love to say the Flyers, but I think the Tampa Bay Lightning they they're they're just a machine. I I think they yeah. come out from the East, and I mean. The, the Blackhawks have a lot of guys, that veteran players. You know, if they end up putting the Oilers away, I could see them making a run. Their goaltending um, just worries me, especially with Crawford. I think Crawford's yeah. not playing, at least. I haven't been following the West as much, but I don't know if he's playing or not. I saw Crawford play. Um, I, I was watching the game last night. I I, I think he, he was, he was okay. in for – Yeah, yeah, so, so Crawford's back there. But, um, I mean, as you said – Avalanche looked pretty good in their first two games, and their defense is pretty much locked yeah. down too. Um, and then St. Louis, you have to put them in, especially. Well, they're Stanley Cup champs, and you know they didn't really lose that many pieces. So no, they did. Yeah, um, they didn't. And I mean, I think I, to to your point, talking about the Blues, I think Pat Maroon, like him going to um, a super skilled team like Tampa Bay, is like really important for them because I think that's the thing. Like they have all these superstars out there, like, you know, Stamkos, Kucherov. Um, yep. I think Sergachev, Mikhail Sergachev plays D for them, but they have, they got so many guys that can shoot the puck, like Braden point and everything. Like they needed someone like Pat Maroon to come in, take over the fourth line who can, you know, make a huge hit, but also still put up a couple points and everything like that. I think that's like so key. And I think I, realize that so much more after watching you know 
playoff defeat after heartbreak for the Capitals and Ovechkin slamming home 60 a year. And then it's just like, damn, we're just, you know, we're just, it, it, we just don't have it tonight or whatever. And it's game seven and how important those bottom six guys are. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. It, and especially when it comes to power play and penalty kill, you know, typically you have your third, third liner or fourth liner out there and, um, they're they're typically the guys that kill off like you know a quick two minute a- advantage and yeah. you know that that could be a big turning point. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. So 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 we talked about hockey. Um, you know, I could continue to talk about hockey pretty much all day, but let's get into uh, NFL now. Your For team, sure. Your, your team, Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Right? Yes. Um, Cabs, Ravens, and O's. Unfortunately, those. So, but. Listen, aren't the O's uh, 500? Yeah, they're five and six. Right? They swept the Rays, and then they lost three straight to the Marlins. So I think they're, they're playing right now. But gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah the Phillies are like two and four, two and five. Yeah, I don't even. Whatever. Anyway, we we're we're not even gonna get into baseball yeah. because <laughs> that's frustrating. Might not even be a season <laughs> in a few weeks or a few days or right. whatever. So. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the Marlins and the uh, Cardinals. I yeah, guess, thanks right? guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But um, all right. So let's talk football. Baltimore Ravens. Now, first off, just with the whole coronavirus, this has been a interesting off season. Um, just from a virtual, you know, mini camp and uh, no OTAs or anything like that. Yeah. How are you feeling about your Ravens? I'm feeling really good. Uh, I guess just starting I, off with the draft, I think. Yeah, know. I was. I, I thought they won the draft with you know getting Patrick uh, Queen for sure. He, he's an absolute stud. I think the two guys that they wanted kind of just fell right to him. To be honest with you, like we didn't have to do any movement for Queen, which I was like really happy about. Like I was, if we had to go up and get him, I would have been okay with it. But just for him, or you know, I was really high on Murray too from Oklahoma. Getting one of those guys, that was our weakest point on our defense. And then getting J.K. Dobbins in the second round, I think he just kind of yeah. fell right into their lap too again. And um, I'm feeling really good about everything. Um, really excited. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go I'm really excited. I My, I guess, breakout player that I think is going to really pop off this year is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, he was on a tear. He, had, he was literally playing on one foot last year. Um, 160 pounds. He's up to like 180 now. I think he's going to absolutely pop off. He still had seven touchdowns last year. Uh, just a difference yeah, maker when I he was on the field. Of, and and I, I, I was working today and I had ESPN on in the background and they said that he put on like 20 pounds. Yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, and then you still have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I've said this on, you know, and I've t- tweeted this out. Um, my AFC team since last year, Baltimore Ravens, just Lamar Jackson was my fantasy football quarterback yeah. and he, and he helped me win a championship. Yeah. So props to Lamar for that. So I appreciate that. And honestly, it was just so fun to watch him last year. He, he was unbelievable just because, and everybody doubted him saying that he has to go play wide receiver or mm-hmm. running back, et cetera. And, you know, he's proven them wrong. It's awesome. Yeah. No. I really, now, did, one more thing. Yeah, like, I love Joe Flacco. Like, he brought us 
he brought me a Super Bowl, so many playoff wins. But the thing about yep. him is he was just so bland. I was like, after a while, it's like, oh, my God, like, something's got to happen. Like, it just seemed like it was the same old Joe walking out there every drive. And then Lamar right. comes in, you know, during his rookie year after Joe gets hurt. And it's just fun to watch. It, like, really just – I was so happy to see him go in there and at least make things interesting. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and like, and Joe Flacco had, if not the greatest playoff run of all time. Yeah. He, he was – insane what was yeah. that 2012 2012 yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think he threw a pick he, he was what yeah, 11, 11 11 touchdowns yep yeah beat yeah. beat luck beat manning and then beat tom brady and then colin kaepernick so very right. very right. interesting postseason run so yeah now so did you see the um nfl top 100 list come out i did yes uh not like I don't obviously have every guy memorized, but right, no, right, right. I don't. It's a hundred players, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I would say, I love Lamar and everything, but I'm going to be. I'm not like one of those crazy home like homers or anything like that. If, I would have two other guys playing quarterback over Lamar, at, and I, I'm just going to. I'll just say one actually because I think at this point I would take Lamar over Russ, but I'd rather have Pat Mahomes than Lamar, as I think a lot of people would say. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I, I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes is the, uh, you know, the true the, number one. 100%. The true n- number one. The true, you know, model quarter quarterback. Yeah. You know, if you're going to start your, if you're going to start a team, and you had any quarterback to pick, you I should, think you're going to go Patrick Mahomes. You should be. You should be picking Pat Mahomes. You should, right. And and so now I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me your. Let's go top five quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Um, now, this will be a little bit different. Like, I know I said that I wanted Lamar to be – I would take Lamar over Russ. Right. But I'm right. going to switch it up a little bit because of, like, just um, everything that Russ has done over time and Lamar being so young. Right, right, right. I would easily – Obviously, Mahomes won. Uh, I'm going to definitely go Russ, two. Um, Russ Wilson, three. Or yep. two, excuse me. Lamar two. Lamar yeah. at third. Um, okay. And now I feel like here's where it might get a little tough. I don't um, – who's uh, I really like Watson a lot, to be honest with you. I think he's an absolute yeah. gamer, and especially what he's done with that offensive line. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I would put okay. him – I don't know if I'd put him in the top five yet. Um, yeah, I see. See, so I I was doing this with um with my brother, and and we were talking about it. It's you got to go Mahomes and Russ. I I think one and two. Yeah, and then I mean, as as people think, some people think Aaron Rodgers is overrated, but you know he made it to the NFC Championship game last year. Um, yeah. I think you got to put Rodgers at three. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. See, I think I, Lamar, Lamar being doing what he did last year puts him in the top five. I think you still put so. For me, I think you would have to go Mahomes, Russ, Rodgers. Yeah, and then and and then I'll probably go Lamar then Breeze. I yeah I I I, I love I love Rodgers so I'd probably put him at four. And then okay. to to be honest with you, I 
I'm also a huge Carson Wentz fan. I have like when he was at North Dakota State, Love everything. Yeah, I uh, yeah I I think he really gets a bad rap sometimes, and it might just be because he's from Philly. But honestly, I'd probably put him there at five. And then yeah. I, honestly, at this point, I'd rather have uh, Watson over Breeze to, to to tell you the truth. What he's done with very limited offensive line and everything, I I'm really excited and about. He's just and Bill O'Brien just traded DeAndre Hopkins to yeah. the Cardinals for. And often injured running back in the, I think a third round pick or something like that. Yes, yeah. That that was wild. That was just like, I just couldn't believe that Bill O'Brien did that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I think that's probably what I would go: Mahomes, Russ, Lamar, Rogers, and then I would say Wentz. I I I really like Wentz. Yeah. See. See, I, I mean, being a Philly sports fan, I, I didn't want to go full homer and say, oh, Carson Wentz yeah. is the best in, in the league. I, I think he sits at number, you know, if I'm being completely unbiased, I, I think he's at six to seven range. Yeah. You know, him and – I think him and Watson are neck and neck. I, and then I agree. You could, even, you could even throw Dak in there, but – I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I, I don't think. I, think, I don't think Dak does anything great though. That's my thing. Like, I think. I think Wentz has a great arm, and like, I think he just gets it a little bit more than Dak. Like, Dak seems a little. I hate to say this, I guess, in a way, he's clearly not, but he seems a little too like Joe Flacco-ish for me, to be honest with you. Like, some guy that's gonna put up like four thousand yards a year and you know, thirty couple touchdowns, but. I, I would just rather and not make the playoffs. Yeah, I'd rather. Honestly, I'd rather. That was the biggest downfall of last season, Dallas Cowboys, and nothing made me just laugh more. I think just seeing like Twitter and everything, like the Cowboys yeah. had that shit in their hand and just it blew up. It was terrible. Oh, big time, big time, and, and it's on Dak. And I mean, it's on Dak at the end of the day, just like Lamar's playoff losses whether, are on him. They right, are right. Whether you. Whether you your team wins or loses, the number one person that's going to get the praise or the blame yeah. is the quarterback. Yeah. It's it's the quarterback position, and that's exactly why they pay him the big bucks. Um, you know, I still think um, it's kind of wild that they didn't sign Dak long term. I, I mean, the the stats yeah. show that he's pretty he's a he's a pretty um, I I'd even say he's an above average quarterback, but uh, yeah, you know. Against the playoff teams, I think he's like one in six or one in seven. Yeah, especially last year. So, um, you know, he's franchised and he's getting like thirty-one mil a year. You know, it's, yeah. it's not terrible. My big thing with quarterbacks, I will say, and I feel like I kind of took this from Colin Coward because I listened to him a decent amount. I agree with him about fifty-fifty percent of the time. But the thing I think I agree with him about the most is actually quarterbacks, like. All the great ones, or all all the ones that are you know primed and premier and everything, they they have they they're good at everything, but they have one great thing. Like Mahomes, it's his arm. You know Brady and Manning mm-hmm. and Breeze, it's it's you know diagnosing coverages and finding the right spot. You know Wentz, is right. a, Wentz is a great athlete, has a huge arm. You know Watson can extend plays. Lamar's electric running the ball. And, like, I always come back to this about, I guess, I used to be a, I mean, I still love Baker and everything with him being in, you know, the Browns and everything. But it's the same thing with Dak. Like, they don't have that, like, one great thing that you can point to and he's, like, he's the best at that. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if that makes yeah. any sense. And I, I tend to agree with Howard yeah. a lot on that. And I, I think it makes sense. 
I mean, one thing that comes to mind, and and he definitely does this better than I would say he probably does this better than Carson Wentz. The Cowboys utilize him, especially in the red zone and goal line, as a running quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to say he's the best because he was he was great in college with that. I I know for sure he was great at uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, and and I know, I mean. Lamar Jackson broke the rushing record yeah. for the quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's Lamar's like his strongest suit. One hundred percent is running, but yeah. you know, Dak Dak doesn't have that. Um, you know, that one thing that that's X like, factor. oh yeah, that's, yeah, like that's his right. thing. Like Russ can extend plays, like. At, like the amount of times that I've Russ seen Russ a, run around the Russ backfield. is a goddamn magician. I know. I, 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 it pisses yeah. me off sometimes when I see it, and I'm just like, oh my. Like, I guess when they uh, went to play the, um, when they lost to the uh, Pats when he threw the pick or whatever. I guess what yeah. the the um, the Packers were like winning that whole game, and he just does some like dipsy do stuff back there in the backfield and finds wide open guys, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is crazy, dude. We we always play this. We play the Seahawks, and Russ makes I'd say three to four plays where it's just like, how the hell did he do that? And that's the reason why we yeah. lose because he'll he'll extend a play and he'll run around in in the backfield and then you know throw a ball to a running back who's out in the flat across the field for a touchdown. But yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. So yeah. Um, What's your uh, prediction for the Ravens this year, win-loss wise? Let me. I'm gonna pull up their schedule here real quick because I don't think I've actually done this per se. Um, All right. Off the top of my head, just not knowing the schedule, I'm gonna say twelve and four because, to be honest with you, I know Steelers matchups are very difficult for. Uh, both teams, to be honest with you, and it wouldn't surprise me if yeah. we split one, just because of how the rivalry is and how the things, how everything goes. Right. Um, that's that's kind of like the Eagles and Cowboys. We always split one and one. Yeah. Like typically, I'm I'm really hoping. I mean, it doesn't really look super. I mean, I know it's. I think based off of last year's record, it's probably. I think it is like the easiest schedule. If I if I'm. Yeah, I, it, it at is. Least and I, I remember, and I think the Patriots are the Patriots have the hardest yeah. schedule, and I think you're top three of easiest, easiest schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like Chiefs are going to be a tough game. Steelers, both games are going to be tough. Yep. Um, you know, Eagles, Titans, Cowboys—they're all going to be tough. But I mean, tech, I, based off what we did to the Texans last year, and no Hopkins this year. Should be right. interesting to see, but I mean, those would be the toughest games. So I'm just, I would just go ahead and shoot for twelve and four, and yeah, and kind of. I mean, I'm see where things I'm just gonna go. Go through it, go through it real quick. Yeah. The Browns, that should be a win at home. At Houston, I mean, Houston's defense has been pretty spotty the past couple yeah. of years. And we haven't played well in Houston, though. I remember a couple. Of times. Okay. So, but yeah. yeah, I know what happened. I mean, we beat them forty-five to seven last, just absolutely rolled them, but. Rolled them right, yeah. So I mean, Houston, I'm just gonna throw a loss there for right yeah. now. The Chiefs game, what are you thinking? Man, it might be that I know Lamar almost had Mahomes his rookie year. I know it was like a yeah. fourth and couple play, and 
Mahomes does his scramble stuff in the backfield, throws it deep to Tyreek, CJ Mosley. Yep. You can't keep up with them, and so I, I, I don't even know. I, I'm gonna say they win this one. I'm gonna say yeah. they win this one. So. All right, and then you have the Washington football team <laughs> at Washington. Still sounds so freaking <laughs> weird. I know, I know. It's that's terrible, but uh. <laughs> I think that's a win for the mm-hmm. Ravens. Then you play the Bengals. That should be a win. Mm-hmm. Um, but Joe Burrow, I, I don't I think, think he's it's got enough help. As, I don't think he has enough help. I don't think he has enough help, and I don't think it's gonna come as easy to him as it did at LSU, where with, he just tore every defense with up. five stars um, all around him. <laughs> right. Uh, then you have at the Eagles. Um, I don't know. That, this will be a good that's one. Definitely a toss up. We'll have to we'll have to It'll get together. We'll have to get together and talk about this one on the Monday after or something. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Might and honestly, we might have to just make a little like friendly wager yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah. for sure. And then you got the Steelers home. So I just normally say I. Whenever I see the Ravens schedule, I'm saying you take the one at home. So I'll give them. Yeah. It's just so hard, and who knows what Ben's going to be like this year. Eric Ebron right. scares me because we can never cover tight ends in the red zone. And and when the Steelers uh, traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, that whole defense just yeah. took another took it to a whole nother level. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, you know, they, they had the quarterback carousel last year, so if Ben's healthy, I think the Steelers will, you know – Make a run for the AFC North. I'm not going to say agree. they're going to win it because I because I just, it'll come down to the Ravens Steelers. They're I, just a, I don't think, they're a great franchise. They they're coached extremely yeah. well. Tomlin's great. Like I like serious respect for him and everything. It, it's how it, it's right. how it is every year and until the Browns get through all the gas and the hype and stuff like that. They're just going to be the same old Cleveland that they always are. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I really want to see Baker Mayfield. Turn that franchise around, yeah. and he has he has the weapons. He does. He's got a great great running back. Um, they they just just signed Austin Hooper, yeah. Um, who's who's coming out to be a pretty pretty solid tight end. And then you have Jarvis and uh, Odell. Like, what more could you ask? I know. I know. Last year was so, pretty disappointing for me. Yeah, to my delight. That, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and. You know, I, I, I was a big fan of you know Johnny Man, Johnny Football, yeah. going to Cleveland and turning that franchise around. So hopefully Baker can actually do it. Yeah, you know, I'll believe yeah. it when I see it. That's my motto with the Browns at this point. <laughs> Absolutely. So, last question I'll I'll uh, I have for you. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll we'll go to Lamar wins MVP again. Yes or no? I don't. I, I just don't think so. I think it's so hard to win MVP twice in a row. Um, you never. Yeah. You never know what the heck's going to happen. Mahomes is going to be. I. I'm assuming completely healthy this year. You still got Russ there, who had a tremendous season. You know, last yeah. year and everything. I feel like Russ. Russ doesn't get the hype that you know. you know Mahomes or even Lamar got last yeah. year. You know, Russ had a hell of a season last yeah, year. Yeah, with the far less better team honestly than the Ravens yeah I mean I know Lamar doesn't really I mean we'll see this year with Hollywood fully healthy but and I know he's got Mark Andrews and great tight end core but um, yeah you know Russ doesn't have a lot out there he he didn't especially at running back and yeah the running back decent amount so yeah 
I, I think it was uh, the last game when where they played the uh, Niners. Um, their running backs were all out. Yeah, they, they all had Lynch. like season-ending injuries. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and and then the uh, and Super Bowl prediction. That's last question. Yeah. Man, it's so hard. It's so hard to say. Um, if the Ravens are going to get there, they're going to have to get through the Chiefs. I mean, I think I think yep. we know that. Um, yeah. I'm I'm super high on the 49ers and the type of the guys they got in the backfield and the guys out wide. Um, man, I hate to say it's gonna be. Man, I don't even know. And then you got you know I mean T- Tampa Tampa Bay and everything. Tampa too. Right. Uh, I. It reminds me a lot like. Uh, I don't know. It seems just like a, a dream team down there. You got Dumbs. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Godwin, Bronk, Shady McCoy just signed yeah. there. He's going to, I mean, Tom Brady's going to be throwing those little dump offs to him all the time. Right. Like, all yeah. the time. I, yeah. I'm, I'll just go ahead and say uh, 49ers because I really do think they have the best team in the NFC. Just yeah. as far as def- like defensively, I think their weapons are off- on offense are absolutely tremendous. We'll see what Garoppolo does. I'm pretty high on Garoppolo myself. Um, I think yeah. I think he gets a little bit of a bad rap, um, but I'll I'll go Niners Ravens in the Super Bowl. Niners Ravens. Yeah. Okay. Gonna, I'll, I think the Ravens are going to be playing pissed off this year, and I know they got a good roster, so I'm excited for it. So. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think the I Eagles think, are um, quite there yet. I know they got a good roster, the best in the NFC. Yeah, NFC. they have a bunch of young wide He's, receivers besides. Besides Deshaun Jackson, um, Alshon's still coming back from his foot injury. Yeah. And you have a bunch of rookie wide receivers. And, I mean, Carson Wentz was playing with guys picked up off the street last year. So, it's it's an upgrade. But with no OTAs yeah. and no preseason games, it's it's tough for them to, you know, pick up the uh, playbook and, you know, know, go on full speed. So, it'll be a, a little bit of a process. But, I mean, if... They, if those receivers can stay healthy, there's, uh, I see the Eagles winning at least ten games this year. But um, I mean I, yeah. I, I think Tampa, Tampa might do it. Um, but I just don't know about Brady. I, I also, I just, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, one thing that we do know with Brady is he he doesn't turn the ball over all that often. No. You know, yeah. Compared to Jameis, who threw thirty picks last year. Yeah, man. Oof. I mean, I mean, if you take away, so Brady threw seven picks last year. Yeah. So if you replace that, they're they're probably in the playoffs. To be honest, they probably win at least out two of those, more games. Yeah, and what they finished seven and nine. Because, yeah, I I think it was seven and nine. Yeah. Um, and some of those games ended on a pick six <laughs> by Jameis. Oh man, you know, so poor guy. So I. Right, and and I know a lot of analysts are saying, "Oh, th- this is going to be the Cowboys' year." They got Gallup and Amari Cooper, and um, you know, CD Lamb, but like they they didn't do much on defense. The and they always get the hype, blah blah blah. Always so, get that. Um, I mean, I I think I think I'm going to go Kansas City. Yeah. In the AFC, I mean, you can't, they can't bet against Mahomes. So I mean, it's well, a freak. Well, like, and 
And I know um, their running back, uh, dude, I'm slipping on the name. Was it Ware? No. Uh, um, Damian uh, Williams. Oh. And then Damian Williams, he, he opted out. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, man. He, yeah, so, so Damian Williams opted out, so Clyde's Edward, uh, Edward Tolaire is yeah. going to jump right in. But I didn't know he opted out. Out, out of the 22 starters, 20 of them are coming back. I know. You know, so I got to go Chiefs, and I think I'm going to go, I don't know. I, I guess, you know what, I'm going to buy on the Tampa Bay hype. Yeah. I'm go Tampa and Kansas City for right now. It, it, so. It's hard to it's hard to bet on Brady after what he's done and old as he is. I mean. I know. It, it really I know. is. I know. It's, it, it's tempting. I don't know how the hell Gronk's going to look at all, but, I mean, Evans and Godwin are going to eat everything up out of the corners. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. All right, man. Yeah. Well. I appreciate you hopping on, talking some hockey, talking some uh, some football, and uh, ho- hopefully we have a football season, uh-huh. um, you know, and baseball continues and doesn't shut down. And you know, the NBA and the NHL, they're they're doing it right with the ball. They are. Um, it's a little bit easier, I guess, because you know, what did NBA go right into the playoffs or no? But they so 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 they're playing eight. "Quote unquote seeding games. There, it's basically the reg- regular season, eight games, so guys can get their legs back under yeah. them, and then they go right into the playoffs. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been fun because working remotely, I turn on the TV. There's NBA starting at like twelve thirty yeah. or one, and then there's hockey at two thirty. Yeah. It's it's great. Know. You know, we it's four and a half months of of no sports and. It's good to have it all now. So. It is. Yeah. yeah. Thank. Awesome. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. So. Well, A- absolutely, yeah. Clayton. We'll we'll have you back on uh, sometime in the future when yeah. the football season uh, kicks off. Yeah, right? we'll definitely have you on uh, me, Zach, and Rich's podcast sometime coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, promote. Yeah. Promote the podcast. The dudes of thirty six yeah. at the dudes of thirty six on Instagram. Kind of offensive thing that turned into a podcast. Uh, episodes every one to two weeks talk about sports funny stuff from college awesome. whatever so we'll have some we'll have some good football like d3 football questions from misericordia set up for you so absolutely yeah. sounds yeah, good man. thanks sounds yeah. good man. thanks for having me bro yeah, yeah. peace man have a good yep. one That was Clayton Vleck, uh, co-founder of Dudes of 36 Podcast. Feel free to give them a listen. Uh, follow them on social media at Dudes of 36 Podcast. And um, with that being said, that really wraps up this week's episode. Uh, go Sixers. Hopefully they can uh, pick it up without Ben and not miss a beat and get another win. Uh, the Phillies need to figure out their bullpen uh, pitching and um, sign JT Romito, as we said in uh, the last episode so feel free to subscribe comment leave a review tell your friends about the podcast and really uh, try and grow this podcast so uh, follow us on instagram and at on twitter at dk sports podcast and until next time this is dk signing off